Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Sit down and listen to Yo Dats Rank, the interactive podcast where we rank and rate from lame to great all the things that really matter in this world. This week, we are talking your top 10 board and card games. Yo, 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 Kaylin, you've been waiting for this episode your whole life. I love this. I love games. You guys are right if you guessed that Cody hates games, and I love them when I put that on the posting. One of us loves them. One of us hates them. But you did a very aggressive intro there. Like, sit down and listen. I, w- I surprised myself. Like, as you've said before, I never pre-think about what I'm going to say. And, that, right. and I was like, what came to my mind first? Oh, yeah, Monopoly. Do not like. But I was mean to the you listeners. You were like very aggressive, very direct. So this you wouldn't Sit think this down. was an episode about games. But we're going to start having fun right now. The intro, no fun. Now we're going to have fun. Kaylin, I truly have never, I honestly mean never, this is not an exaggeration, met someone who likes games less than you do. Oh, that is, I'm, okay. I'm serious. Yeah. Okay. And I think, like, that's that's kind of like a badge of honor for this episode. Yeah. Badge of honor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, badge of honor. <laughs> I like, hate truly, games. I know people who dislike them but have played a bunch. Mm, you dislike mm-mm. them and somehow <laughs> have gotten out of playing any essentially your whole life yeah i just will say like no if somebody's like come on don't you just want to and that would happen to us a lot in college i think that's where like my hatred of games really got fanned because a lot of people that we are friends with like games and i guess normal people just do like to do that i think you end up playing games in correct correct not for me so when people would mention it bring it up now here's the difference and here's what i want people to understand right from the beginning i don't care if you guys play games the problem is right right let me sit there and just watch i'm having a fine enough time doing that don't bring me into it. I want to watch you guys play it. And if I get bored, I'll move away from there. I'll go somewhere else in the Southside Cafe at Messiah College if I need to distract myself. And that's why at first blush, I feel like there are people in my mind that I'm like, oh, they hate games more than Kaylin. But it's not true. No. They just, we end up forcing them to play. Correct. And so I see the hatred. Yes. You like remove yourself from the equation. Correct. I don't like it. I say this a lot. I think I've said this on the episode before. My least favorite moment in the human existence is after you throw a bowling ball and you have to turn around and go like did it again like just as I did the last time it was it it got down four of them so not bad not good just kind of right what you were expecting and the whole notion of the games for me has that thing of just like this performance that I'm not really good at or confident in and maybe i'll do well answering this question maybe i won't and we just stare at each other till it's over so to me do you think it goes back to that dog incident that you almost (laughs) shared about on the fictional dogs episode we really did not dive into it share that no i don't know i think i've i mentioned this when we were on the phone earlier with my brother i mentioned like there was just always another way i wanted to get attention when i was little or force people to be Mm. around me so like if people are going to be sitting around a table i'm going to find a karaoke machine a spoon a pencil something to be a microphone and just force people to listen to me reenact celine dion performances and to me that's what i wanted to do more than play monopoly I was the oldest child. I got my way for a while, and I just have slithered on past, not playing these 
these games. I mean, a version of a game, right? That's like, a version playing. <laughs> I was playing celebrity, and I was the celebrity. So yeah, I was playing. So that's kind of your vibe on games in general. Death. My vibe, I have loved games my whole life. In fact, I don't know that I've ever told you this, but when I was growing up, I was the youngest. We know that. And (laughs) I really loved board games. And so basically every Christmas, I would get a board game because my parents would either get me one or my sibling. They just knew that was an easy gift. Like how we would just always buy my dad a book and always buy my mom a vase. Ham Oh, yeah. What was it called? Sugar ham? What's it called? Pork roll. Pork Pork roll. roll. Every Christmas. Okay. 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 But I'd always get my dad a book. Easy gift. I know like it that was kind of true for me in board games the problem is being the youngest it's really no hard to play with rally you. people yeah. around <laughs> something with you there in college. and so i i would get the board game and then i would have to spend most of christmas day like begging them to play with me <laughs> but not trying to sound too needy because i knew they wouldn't if i sounded right too you annoying. have to play it kind of cool Right. And so usually by the end of Christmas night, I would get to play that board game, but it would be once and on the shelf forever. Like, because I, I couldn't rally people to play no. the game with me. I'm picturing you actually going into that like other living room that you have with like a scarf and going back and forth across a board and playing yourself <laughs> and being like the thimble on one side for Monopoly and something else on the other side. I Don't have even played a lot of solitaire in my life. Not going to lie. <laughs> So a, a quick shout out to my aunt Les. When I would go oh. visit her, we would play cards all the time. She taught me all these card games. We okay. would play cribbage, which I love, and just like so many different games. And so that is where I got to play most of my board games is when I would visit her. Right. But in the Sherry proper household, no. man, it was hard. And that's why now that I'm like a grown Slytherin and convince people to do <laughs> yes. what I want. Right. And have, now I try to get people to play games and it usually works. You did just remind me of like, so there's the bowling moment, which I've talked about, but the other worst moment, I just remembered it as you were talking about being at Aunt Les's. <laughs> Let's say that I'm trying to impress people and I'm like not really wanting to put up the fight. It'll last about five minutes until we get to, this is my second least favorite thing in shared human experience. No, just come over. We'll explain how to play it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know what? I don't want to do it this way because then you guys are mad you're not playing it the real way. I'm not getting Egyptian rat screw from what you're saying. You're just slapping each other on a table and I'm not really picking it up. Then if you do include me, it's like, well, guys, let's just go slower for her. Let's dumb it down. No, no, I'd rather watch you guys get in life ending fights over whose hand is on which part. (laughs) And I'll just take all of my enjoyment from there. So... I'm not saying that games are the problem. That's just never been my cup of tea. But I like to talk about anything. So I'll be here for it. That's why I think we have such a fun episode because we have very different takes on this. We are also going to have a correspondent on the street. Brendan Warren. Who Brendan Warren owns, I think he said over 120 games. He has a running list of his top 100 board games. So he's basically our Yodats Rank board game correspondent. We put his picture up of his thing. What was he called when him and Brooke used to do that thing for Salt and Light? Where they were like the field people. That's what he is. This up, remember oh, they would like go facts. to them and in fact he is that Biff Chard and yes, someone else. He yep. is that for the game so episode. For all of our top ten, he is going to give you like if you like this game that they just mentioned, yes. you probably will like this game that maybe you haven't heard of. No, that you it's definitely very haven't heard of. Enlightening. <laughs> definitely haven't it's heard of. super cool. He is the go-to guy for board games. He has more than anyone I know, and yes. so well, you'll get our take. You'll get his take. I have many stories from my life, some traumatic, some not, about board games. It's going to be a fun episode. And at the very end, we are playing a version of our number one board game on the list 
Okay, so let's uh, go to our Rankenstein of the week. We had a lot of people show us their the pictures of their board game oh, sections right. of their yes. houses, which was very cool. Thank you for sending those in. Uh, but the winner is going to be Alyssa Crawford. You are our Rankenstein of the week. You guys might now, know her from Gospel Choir at Messiah College. You if might. If you don't, you might know her from our posts. We know her from Gospel Choir at Messiah College. Alyssa wrote in that she was an only child for eight years and mm-hmm. she had no one to play board games with for that whole time. And then her brother came along, but that's a, a decent gap. So she finally yep. had someone to play with. But I mean, she had to wait till he could like She was playing move, a lot of like go right? fish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like yeah. hi-ho cheerio. Yeah. And, a lot like, of like tic-tac-toe <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. So because I had to like, couldn't really play with my siblings too much and have wounding from that, I think Alyssa maybe has some wounding. We love We that. are- we are going to revive uh, the board game love in her heart by yes. giving her Rankenstein of the week. Yes, we love that. She has come through the fire and she is better for it. So wow, congratulations, right. Alyssa. Okay, let's get into our Aldi Roundup, our 20 through 11. And Kaylin, since Kaylin, not only does she not play games, she does yep. not know any games. I have my, we, I live in a house that I own with my husband. There's not a game to be found. Not one. I thought about this. I have a deck of cards. I was going to ask, do you think I you wish, have a deck of I cards? I have a sealed, not opened deck of cards <laughs> inexplicably in my work bag in case like a card uh, emergency comes up in high school, I guess. Um, so no, no quick. other games. In quick this emergency game whole, of mafia right in this whole house i do like card games i do that's actually something that i will do like on vacation I mean, there are some of these that i will play um but that's what i have and it's kind of in my house sometimes kind of at work sometimes so that is the extent of my current game knowledge so because of that i figured we would take advantage of that in this aldi roundup and i am just going to say what came in at what place and kaylin you have like five ten seconds to just like quick give me how is this game played what's the premise what's Mm -hmm. the goal like you just whatever you think is true of this got it and i even said before this episode i was like kaylin you know some of these Mm -mm. games and you're like i'm looking at the list cody i've heard of them i've heard the word chinese next to the word checkers (laughs) like i've heard those two things next to each other i'm not crazy but go ahead. We'll see what I think. We'll see what and I then I'll say remember. If it's a fun game or if it's a not yeah, fun game. Okay. It. Coming in at number 20, we have Euchre. Euchre. It's it's you're sitting at a card table. You have cards. Yeah. Um, Two versus two. Oh, yes. Is that true? That's true. That's People are true-ker. mad at each other in oh, Euchre. Also it's true. a It's also a qualification true. to like lose friends. Um, euchre. What does that sound like to me? Like, like <laughs> the, the Eucharist. Like, yeah. Like, so you do get a host for being in it. You do get communion. I think you want to find like the jacks or something. You want to find like the, oh my, um, is that right? Ew. Ew. That's completely accurate. Okay, actually. great. So That's like, these are also euchre- possible things that have just like entered into the consciousness from being around humans. And I am bringing them back up. This is hypnosis is what we're doing. Like yes. what happened when I got hypnotized? Okay, go euchre ahead. Euchre is my number one. It is a card game. You play with a partner. Jacks are the highest card in the Woo! game. So that's crazy, which is weird. It goes like Jack, Ace, King, Queen. It's a strategy game. It's very similar to a bunch of those games like Pinochle and Rook and things where you have a trump card. And it's just my favorite version of all of those. Okay. It is my number one. It won't be my Rob Goddess. And you get goddess. in fights. 
I'm sure um, you have gotten in fight. You especially. I'm sure have I have gotten in fights. That's not like the goal. Sometimes you can just like get a really good group okay. together and yeah. play. I had a euchre tournament at my first apartment where like 20, 30 people came and we fit all in this little apartment and just switched partners and played the whole day. It was so Are we going to get a story of the maddest you've ever gotten during a game? Please. Oh, please. yes. Guys. But- Again, That's we've talked about this sometimes. Later. There's a competitive streak in Cody where, like, you might know him as he self-proclaimed on the Patreon episode as a public figure that is supposed to uphold morals and standing. You play yep. a game with him. Pastor. You play certain sports with him. That is to the wayside. So I can't wait for that. All right. 20 done. What's 19? Number 19, trouble. It's fun getting into okay, trouble. Okay, okay, okay. Trouble. Sorry. You have It was your mom's bubble. number one. Yeah. I'm sure it's in the Labra household. There's a bubble. The dice is in there. Yeah. You have a peg. Yes. <laughs> or multiple pegs. Multiple. A yeah, lot of colorful pegs. Colorful pegs. A lot of pegs. A lot, a lot of, pegs. of pegs. You're trying to like jump over other people's pegs. <gasps> yes. Is that right? Yeah. So Kinda. you. So, so what trouble is, is <laughs> they just want you to make a big circle. But the fun part is clicking the thing in the middle, right? You have literally nailed it. The, okay. the whole yes. purpose of trouble is clicking that button in we're the middle. We're clicking. We're clicking. Yes. No one okay. else remembers the purpose of the pegs. We just want to pound. You're pound, traveling. Pound. You're trying to get in that line and to the circle, to the bink, bink, bink. Okay, great. Yep. Love it. It's like Parcheesi bonus, like plus Whenever plus. Whenever you say it's you get like fun... something, I, I cannot <laughs> I'm believe. saying it not to Rook. you. I know. I'm not saying it to Rook. you. Rook. Okay, continue. All right, number 18. I was very surprised this had a big fan following, but Chinese checkers. Okay. Chinese Which Darcy checkers. said the real name, I should have looked it up, is, is something like German. It's actually a German <gasps> game that they rebranded because they thought it'd be more popular. It was called oh. Chinese checkers. And I guess it Chinese works. Chinese checkers. That's what we know it as. It's um. There's triangles. Yeah. Like what's the shape a- of the board? You know, okay. like when you look at the board, what does it look like? You're in a star formation. <gasps> yes. Okay. 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 There are more pegs. <laughs> okay. They're not pegs. They're like little balls. But yes, lots balls. of them. Okay. Like there's marbles. tons. There's tons. Tons of them. Lots as of colors. As far as I can tell from the board, you cannot play this with less than twelve people. You do need to have them all circled around. Um. You're hopping on oh. each other's pegs. <laughs> you're oh. trying to knock people's pegs out of the square of this. Yeah. S- so it's star. like checkers where you jump over people and then you like get to collect, you know, you like kick I'm their thing those. off I'm the board. I'm taking those yeah. pegs. Okay. So, great. But it's a star. So you're like trying to go across. Ooh. It's like the star of David <laughs> shape. Actually. Yeah. Six yes. You're trying to get all the way across all of your colors across. across. You can hop. I don't actually think you take their things away when you hop. You're just moving. You're just we moving used to play this in the, the Poconos all the time. This was a Poconos game for us. And I don't, I, that's where the board game lives. I guess um, there it was a lot of fans for Chinese checkers okay coming in at number 17 banana grams people take this around in a sack they always <laughs> that they do they, that they do here's what banana grams is anytime I don't keep conversation going when I'm in a group of five people or more someone's pulling out this yellow sack and saying like we could do this <laughs> and I say mm, I'll go away from there you dump letters on the table yep Oh, Here's the what sound, I'm going to say. The sound of the tiles. Clack, clack, Is clack, Bananagrams clack, clack. just Scrabble with no board? Yes, ma'am. Basically. Okay. Basically. Okay. So you're just spelling things with these. Do you get to use all the tiles or do you have to pick certain ones? You are you have a certain amount that you get and then you start building your own board. Everyone's working on their own individual little scrabble mm-hmm. thing. Okay. And then when you have 
you've used all your letters, you say peel, it makes everyone take another tile. And so you could be like, peel, peel, peel. Okay, and then you're doing like, the thing that I don't I like. You're teaching me about the game. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yep, to sorry. Teach me. I don't want to play this game. Okay, yeah. Do you like Bananagrams? Mm, no, <gasps> because Scrabble is a much better game. Okay, okay. Bananagrams is like the kid's menu. Well, I shouldn't hate on a kid's menu. I love People a good People love Bananagrams, I think. I see that yellow thing so much. You know why? <gasps> I'll just me. say this. Okay, it's a, okay. It's a commoner's game. Period. He said it. <laughs> Go ahead and get Boggle if you like Bananagrams is what he said. Maybe you can say cat and rat and maybe Wait, that's as hard let's, as you go. Let's also say Caleb Miller always messages us instead of writing his list oh, publicly. Right. His number four, I think, was Boggle. And he said one time he stole Dippin' Dots from his neighbor's carnival trailer and had to go to his grandmother's for the summer as punishment and played Boggle all summer. So he's unbeatable. I said, no, he talked to Kitty so and wrote many- that. He wrote that fictional piece for us. Yeah. Was your his punishment from your parents was to go for Live the with entire your- summer. How bad? What is that? Like, hey, mom, you're, you're mean, I guess, or desolate. So we're sending our kid there like Harry Potter for punishment. <laughs> That's horrible. Number 16. I think you know this one. Mm-hmm. Candyland. Oh, okay. A troll <laughs> and a witch. A troll and a witch. But There's a really a, pretty witch. It's, she's oh, like a she's magical, beautiful, beautiful She's blue. Witch. Like, oh yes, my gosh, she's yes. so beautiful. Plum. Something with plums. Uh-huh. Yep. The troll. Candy cane forest. Yes. Good job. I think you're just going. Like, you're just yep. going. I yep. like the steps. Yep. So true. Right? You're trying yep. to get to that witch? Oh, yeah. You're trying to get up to the snow queen. Okay, you're trying to get she up to the is, Snow Queen. I just you pass by Plumpy. You're right. Plumpy. Yeah, he's that little guy. There's like I've referenced- Peanut Brittle Way. What else <gasps> yes. is in there? Oh my gosh, you know basically everything. The like Goopy Swamp, like Goopy yeah, like uh, yeah. molasses guy. Yeah. Yeah, Candyland is like the simplest game ever. You literally, it is only luck. There is nothing but drawing. It's just like colors, and right? And but you it's just move. Beautiful. It it's was beautiful so artwork. Yeah, I loved it. I wanted it. It's like to- it was like kind of like those were your toys. Like it was like oh, yeah. I, I kind of had the Snow Queen as a toy. Number fifteen. I am one hundred percent positive you've never played this game. Pass the pigs. Pass the pigs. <laughs> Right? Am I right in saying you never played? I've. What is wrong with you? Of course I've never played. Pass the Pigs is in a pencil box that people are carrying around. I'm telling you, I've picked up some of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Some of it's like real. I've picked up. Pass the Pigs is little rubber toy pigs in a pencil case that you throw on a table next to me at the Southside Cafe specifically if you want me to leave the area immediately. And... What you're doing is you're just there's two pigs you play you play with two people and you just pass them pass those pigs right back and forth to each other until someone's not your friend anymore. We I love pass the pigs. I grew up with it. It's like an underground game where it's like if oh. you know you know. Oh. And we took it to John Feldman's bachelor party and you would have thought we had like a debaucherous amount of <gasps> alcohol or hard drugs People or something. The were way it. we were acting and we were all completely sober, just throwing Stone these pigs cold. around. So you do just pass pigs between each other. Don't get into it. Just tell me that's I, true, right? See, you're asking me to explain, but then I can't explain. <laughs> no, it's don't like explain I'm, it. Yes or no, roll. you throw you pigs. Roll. Okay. You throw them. It. Yep, Next. you roll them. Okay, number 14, rummy. Otherwise known as rummy 500. I think Michigan rummy. Yeah. Rummy. Yes. Sounds like mummy. So how you play rummy is you wrap yourself up. 
You, I couldn't tell you if Rumpy was cards, if it was a board. You are wrapped up. You're not allowed to see. And what you do is you have to write down on a piece of paper as many facts about Brendan Fraser from Mummy as you possibly can. <laughs> and whoever does it quicker wins. That this is, is your Rummy. First miss, which I've, is uh, crazy. I yeah, mean, all of the others have been like really spot on. Rummy is like an old school card game, it's just okay. a classic, classic game. Oh, it's a I classic. will not say any more about Please how it's played because I'll get yelled at. But I it's like that. a very okay. fun game. Got it. Number 13, you. You absolutely have never even probably heard this. It is Dominion. Dominion. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, the feel. You have like, just realized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have just realized that no one is free to play Dungeons and Dragons because nobody has 17 <laughs> hours. So instead, you dress in a cape. You get some of your friends that are free, Dominion, and you get all around and you draw a treasure map. <laughs> And you try to draw the best treasure map for each other. Nice. Is that I mean, right? No. But okay. It's, it's you're right in saying it's like Dungeons and Dragons okay. light, light, yeah. light. It's is a this much the thing you play with the little easier. guy? No, that's Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, so that really is. Okay. Brooke made me a little guy for I was asked to be in my friend Brooke's wedding, and he made us all these little like 3D printed characters Cute. that like looked like us and had like yes. characteristics of us. Mine had a little Survivor Tiki man and a harp, yes. and it was really cool. And um, so this is like the realm of that, like lore okay. and interesting, lore. but it's like a simpler lore. card game that oh, is, okay. is pretty approachable. It's a really fun game. Okay, great. Number 12, the game of life. You are trying to get your car filled with babies. As many babies as possible. <laughs> That's the only thing. You have to retire with enough money to make it. And, and you, you have do to- not want that split level. Oh my gosh. Oh you want the Victorian? Oh my gosh. If you are in like the condo, this is what makes you a classist, I guess, when you're a baby because you are <laughs> hating so on the house that I currently live in. If I would have picked this house up that I live in right now as an eight-year-old, I would have thrown it in the trash and <laughs> yeah. said like, never, ever will I settle for this. So that's the game of life. You better get that flood insurance if you have the beach oh house. Oh my gosh, please. Life is so lame and you think it's fun. And now when you have to do it in real life, life, it's like, ooh, why was I One thinking time, that was ever fun? When we were out west, we had driven like so many hours. It was like the end of our two week like road trip out west. We were so tired. We have been trying to find like a bunch of really good local restaurants. Cause yeah. it's like I'm only in Albuquerque once, right? Oh, so God, I'm in I'm Albuquerque. Couldn't find anything and we we're so tired. We've been two weeks driving and we're just like let's go to Chili's <laughs> so oh. we went to Chili's and we played the game of life without speaking to each other on the little like ziosk that's there and we all say like one of the best meals of the whole trip <laughs> the best times of our life yes whoever we filled that car it. up won Great. and then number 11 the last thing missing out on the top 10 is catchphrase catchphrase I love catchphrase actually because then let me try to explain because I don't think I know is okay. this the one with the circle the yep, little like the Tamagotchi that you're yep. holding yeah and yeah. you click it and you have to explain it to someone yeah else? it's just like the thing where you can't say that the actual term oh, okay but you have to try I to think get I always mixed up catchphrase and 
gestures. Which I know. Gestures, it like goes down the little like it's thing. It's like the, ah, the yeah. cut. Like it's a stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Action. No catchphrase yep. is like you sit every other. It's like two teams basically you play and you're trying to get the people. Brian Hillegas, it's infamous that we were once at a party playing catchphrase and he made everyone furious because if he didn't know how to make people guess, instead of clicking to the next one, he would just sit there and let the time run <gasps> out and tell people to just guess random words. That is horrific. He should have been sent home. It Brian. made so many people so upset. You have to know who to play which board games with because yeah. I'm telling you, games tick certain things. I will tell you later the story of how I almost right. lost my one of my best friends. And, like, it's just certain games will do it. Other games I couldn't care less. Right. But what do you, you care? just never know. Oh, yeah. So, okay. I think I did great. I explained to you guys a lot of really good games. It sets the stage. I'm going to be maybe as expert as Brendan as we continue. And I will say I like all of those games. Honestly, I don't love Bananagrams, and I didn't think yeah, Catchphrase deserved was... to be as high as it was. But well, I'm I'm happy with yeah. all of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, and our 10 to 1, guys, this list is it's a good mix of card games, old games, newer games. And I think we have a pretty good 10 through 1. It's going to make you probably in the mood to play a board game unless wow. you are. Me. Okay, so let's get into our list. At number 10, we have Scrabble. Scrabble Scrabble is the refined person's game. I was just going to say, this is how I see Scrabble is how I, like, I'm going to say for each one, what what do I think Cody plays this one like? Cody plays this one like a PhD. Like, he says, like, are you guys think oh you guys think i can't do anything with this q and this x i guess you should watch well i'll tell you something special okay, when sure i had graduated will. messiah uh-huh. um i was out in the real world but i still had some friends who were at messiah so two uh-huh. of my friends john feldman and alicia they, it was two people that i had had in my peer group from like uh-huh. way back when we would play scrabble every single tuesday night i would drive back onto campus we would yep. go to boyer one of our academic buildings yes. sit in a lobby and play scrabble every single tuesday night and i will tell you this we you played probably lost. like i i i don't want to say that because i'm nervous i lost one time and maybe john feldman can correct me but if i did it was one time of like 20 i just oh crushed my them gosh. i was like do you guys still want to play every week i guess if you guys are still having fun i'll still come you have to learn how to play the two-letter words. There's a lot of two-letter words, and that really helps you out if you know all of them by heart because then you can play in a lot of different places. You, you got to stack wo- words like right next to each other so you get multiple points. Uh-huh. you got to get that triple-letter bonus over the double-letter bonus. There's so many fun ways to play Scrabble, and genuinely, it did make me feel intelligent in a time when like I had left college and was doing nothing. <laughs> like, That's a I dark time. Now, that so is a dark dumb. time. And so what we needed, and so if John is listening, which I know he does, and he's remembering that he let you win every single single time i thank you for that john honestly because we still have cody for that reason now for each game i'll also say if i've ever ever played it in my entire life scrabble no never i've never played that game okay i'm so gonna be so tempted throughout this episode to say like i actually think you might like Like this one (laughs) no i won't like it and here's why i don't want to look stupid when i'm playing Mm. like boggle and i'm trying to find three i can't do it my brain just i'm not doing that i'm not giving you any opportunity for me to look dumb and that's what you're trying to do with me and Scrabble. Scrabble was uh, came out in 1948. So I have like the years they were released mm-hmm. for each one. And then also the rating that they have on BoardGameGeek.com. I go there when I'm in the Target aisle. Let's talk for a second. The Target aisle of mm-hmm. board games is like 
so beautiful. There's so many different oh. kinds, and it's like two full aisles. It like stretches. And so when I'm there, they always have new board games. I'm like, I've never heard of that, or that has such a cool box, or that's marketed yes. so well. Because you know, like the people going to Target, they know who to get. And so I'm a sucker, and I'll always look up on Board Game Geek, like, is this actually a good game? Does it right. have a good rating? Fairly sure the ratings are out of 10, but like okay. even the best games only have like eights and stuff. They're so just not sure that they're that good that's right that so scrabble a has a 6.2 which is a pretty good rating and okay. came out in 1948 and here we have our correspondent on the street uh introducing himself and then giving us recommendations if you like scrabble you might like this game what is up cody and kaylin and all you rankensteins and dr rankensteins listening out there before I get started in my first suggestion, I just wanted to thank you, Cody and Kaylin, for having me on, being able to contribute to the podcast of something that I'm super passionate about. Um, so without further ado, we will get into Scrabble. If you like Scrabble, you probably like word building or working towards that big score turn. An easy step up for a word building game is, some, is a game called Bananagrams, which is basically independent Scrabble, which you're all taking from the same pile and building your own Scrabble board in front of you. If you like working toward that big score, I'd recommend a deck builder such as Dominion, in which you're gradually gaining stronger cards and weeding out the weak cards from your deck, working toward that one or two turns where you get to combo off and use all those good cards for that big score of a turn. So if you like the word building, go for Bananagrams. If you like the big score aspect of building up that combo, go for Dominion. Awesome. Thank you, Brendan. So, like, Thank you. he's going to sound so much smarter than us when it comes to board games. We're like, you put a card in a thing. And, like, he knows all the verbiage. Yes, that's why we this have This is him. his jam. And, guys, he just recommended two games that we have talked about. But I will tell you, the other ones he recommends, I think the other nine, I I knew I'd maybe heard of them. But they yeah. have not been things on our list. So, he gives you those rare, rare gems as well. All right. Let's go to number nine. This is the game that almost ruined one of my best friendships. Brrr. Sorry. Ew, that's definitely how you say it. So here's how I picture Cody saying it like that yeah. and sticking to his guns and being the definite person that like when a person is just about to win, you have no greater joy than to send them as far back as humanly possible. Is that correct? The only purpose of this game is to... <laughs> hurt others like you're trying to get yourself in but you are more trying to thwart it's other people it's more about hurting other people this game can last forever and we made a rule me and my friends that you have to say sorry every time you send someone back and but like that like that like literally like it wasn't like oh I'm sorry because there's no point in it there's no point no, in playing not. the game if you're genuinely right. sorry then you're not gonna play that game so like every time even when you were like so close and genuinely starting to get mad that person would like take you and just go sorry and it's, <laughs> oh. are you gonna name names about the friendship that you almost I ruined? am naming the name because we've talked about it many times <laughs> in therapy so it was myself and Rachel Walski used to be Rachel McKay my best friend from growing up from church we had been best friends for so long and we were at the beach uh, with her family like there were plenty of people around like we've yeah. been friends forever we're I think juniors and like we Got so mad Was it at just each you other. two playing? Or yes. Uh, no. no. There was, we played multiple times throughout the weekend. So okay. there was other people playing. Yeah. But then I think we played once. Either the other people had already won and like left okay. the table. And, and it we were was like, just let's, you two. Let's fight this out till the end. Yeah. 
I forget, but it was bad, and we got really mad at each other, and then that led into, well, let's bring up some other stuff. Oh, here's what we have to do. Like, you sent me back home. Here's what I don't like about you I'm, as a person. Yeah. I love we, it. We aired out some grievances that we probably needed to, but While genuinely. her mom's, like, looking on from the beach house kitchen, I'm probably. staying with their <laughs> uncle and aunt, like, with their family, and we're ending the friendship. I'm like, well, I don't have a car to drive home, so what's going to happen? How mad you genuinely were. Yeah. You oh, yeah. And she you would stormed. say the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. je- it, it could have been the end of us. And it we could have been the end. It. That's um, really good. You came out on the other side. I have played Sorry probably because I know what the pieces look like. So it's yeah. like not never, ever. Well, um, this is maybe one that, like, my parents had in our house and we got out sometimes when it rained. And you know what's still on my list? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I love the game. Absolutely. We live for it. Here's our correspondent on the street, what Brendan has to say. If you enjoy Sorry, odds are you probably don't have any more close friends or family to enjoy it with you, in which case I apologize, but I will give you a sweet game suggestion to move on from that, and that is Jamaica. In Jamaica, you guys are all pirates racing around an island to collect food, doubloons, and cannons, and every time you meet up with an enemy on a space, you get to battle, and if you win, you get to steal their treasure. It's a little less brutal than Sorry, but just as much fun. I would highly recommend Jamaica. A little less brutal is probably a good thing. Let's be That's honest. That's a good thing. We need friends. So what did this get on your freak website? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry came what out in 1929. This, this is the okay. oldest board game on the entire <gasps> top 10. On the Isn't planet. Isn't that crazy? Yes, yeah, for literally. Sure. Yes. I mean, depression era. People were already upset with They're each like, other. Sorry. So. Wait, what's that one where you just pick up a pile of rocks and put them in other people's stuff? <laughs> Mancala. Yeah, that one. That was probably older. Than <laughs> That's this. true. Mancala is from like yeah. the Mesozoic era. Uh-huh. That was the first game. Okay, and what uh, did they give it? It got a four point six. It is the it. second lowest on our top ten. They hate it. After don't tell a us worst game. <laughs> Sorry, they hate it. Okay. All right, coming in at number eight, a game I just played two hours ago. Brrr, Uno. Yes. Uno. So Uno has been has breathed new life in my life. Oh, okay. I I did not you, you like grow up playing this game and okay. honestly would have said before like a couple weeks ago this game is stupid. Mm-hmm. There's no point. It's completely random because it basically it's very much luck. But I have started playing it with some of my students. We're supposed yep. to be doing like a homework hangout yep. and it's way more hangout than homework and we <laughs> have started hangout? playing Uno yes. and we add all these crazy rules like if you do a one you have to run a lap around the church yep. if you do like crazy stuff. So we're playing like what you might call a spicy Uno and I have loved it because of that. So uh, that's funny that you say that because I was going to say this is probably where the deck of cards in my bag comes in. If you are a social worker or a therapist or at all, at all a youth worker you have spent so many sessions playing uno when i was doing my internships in grad school this is what they tell you to start with because every single kid knows how to play uno and it gets right. them talking and starting to build a rapport so there would be sessions where i would just be like do you just want to do this instead of ever see me again and they'd be like sure <laughs> and we just start playing uno now it is awkward on the first time where i'm like draw four like, to that person who's just told me about like a horrifying grief in their life sorry like, it is sad but Add it to your pile, sucker. Yep. Um, I really like Uno Attack, where you have to press the thing and all the yep. cards spit out at you. We play that with the Hertzlers a lot. So I am here for Uno, actually. That's the most animated <gasps> wow. that you'll hear me get. About- Seriously. Oh, no, it's not. There's a couple more. You have one more game that you Two like more. better than that. Yeah, and one more that I will do. So, yes, Uno is good. What else Kaylin, should we play? did you know that there is a dose and a, <laughs> I believe there's a trace? <laughs> 
Literally, you can buy those games. No, because you just made that up. I promise you. I walked in on one of my small groups the one day and they were playing Dose. Dose? And I was like, guys. uh." Go home. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's right. (laughs) That's not allowed here at church. All right. So here's uh, Brendan, what he has to say if you like Uno. If you guys like Uno, you probably like faster paced, simple card games that help you lose friends. So I would suggest you try out Coup, which is also another quick and simple bluffing card game with cards that have different powers that you use or lie about to take out your enemies and throw literal coups against your friends. Um, It's the same kind of mystery in the hidden cards, and it's quick and easy and will help you sabotage your friends just like Uno. So if you like Uno, I suggest you try out Coup. I think I'm going to look up Coup. I like games where you lie. What's that other one where it's like it's like BS is the card game and you're like lying about what you really have? Yeah. I love a game where I'm just saying like, I have this even though if I don't. It's so interesting that he said Coup because that same small group of boys often plays Coup. They, they love, love Dose. They love Uno. They love, they love Coup. So, so he's right. When he's right, he's right. And BoardGameFreak.com gave it... Uh, this is a pretty low score of 5.3. Oh, no. It's like the third lowest. It came out in 1971. That tracks. Oh, like that 70s. looks like it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We love Technicolor. We are in Technicolor back then. All right. Coming in at number seven, another game you probably play at youth group a lot. A wonderful goot game. Oh. Brrr, Dutch Blitz. You've played? Never heard of it. No, I've heard of it, but I've never been in the same room as someone playing it for really? sure. Really? Oh, Maybe you would you. hate Dutch Blitz. Oh, God. <laughs> what is Dutch Blitz? Tell you me about like, it. You have like a stack of cards. It's really fast paced. You have yuck. to get your hand in there. Like all, It's like yeah. Egyptian rat screw, but everyone going at once. It's Ooh, yuck. really crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's very fun. I overdid it when I was like a late teen, early okay. 20s. I played it so much and really, really overdid it. But there is a version you can build essentially called like live action Dutch Blitz uh-huh. where you have four different teams spaced out like in a gym and you make these big cardboard cards and your team has to run you have to like put cards on a pile essentially okay and so in like the live action one you have to like call out like go run into that pile and like someone will run in we played full contact live action how Dutch much Blitz. do you do this at youth group I haven't yet because <laughs> okay. COVID. Because when I remembered oh, right, it, right, it was right. COVID. Yes. But we played it at our youth group when I was growing up, and it was so You can't fun. wait. The minute that all of this is ready to be back in like human contact again, that is your first order of business on a Sunday night. Yeah. I'm going on a retreat, actually, with my students, and I think we might be able to swing this one. We'll see. Let's Maybe not the full contact, like, tackle Some each other part. Some version of this. Yes, Yes. For this sure. came out in 1960. It is a game from Holland. That's why I say a wonderful okay. gut game, because right. that's what it well. says on the box and it has a 6.2 which is a pretty high ranking for board game geek i think a lot of people like it it is stressful it is fast paced and so you're either gonna like that type of game or you're not right and beautiful colors yellows and blues we love it you can't tell what they are but in your mind you think they're beautiful (laughs) let's hear from brendan if you like dutch blitz you probably like what are called real-time games in which all of the players are taking their turns simultaneously usually in a timed fashion You might like going at it with your friends, but I enjoy co-op versions of this, and one I would highly suggest is called Magic Maze. In Magic Maze, you're working together in real time to escape a mall, but each of you can only control one direction of up, down, left, or right, and you can't speak. It's a fast-paced, simultaneous action game like, like Dutch Blitz that is also hectic and hilarious. I'd highly suggest Magic Maze. A mall? 
a trying mall. to escape a mall. I like you know mall what madness. I think mall madness, which the Labra clan single handedly like put it on our list. Like I it got pretty madness. high because Lauren all has of you it right it. now in her apartment where she lives as a twenty something by herself, and I don't know who she's played it with down there, but I know that she doesn't just have it for show. It's a wonderful. That's a wonderful good that's game. A wonderful and good game. I really like these games that I think it's like kind of a new wave. Like in the last five, 10 years, there's been a lot of cooperative games coming out. Okay. Like basically half of the new games I feel like I play, I'm working with the people around the yes. table instead of trying to win. And there is something good about that, especially if your friend group is prone to like getting mad Fights. at each other. Yeah. There are plenty of cooperative games that you can play. You which and is Rachel, cool. had you been on the same team for sorry, may never have against been someone else. Oh, oh you guys would have just ended that person and that yep. could have saved the fight. Coming in at number six, we have, guys, this is the board game. Like, literally, if you had to yeah. say what, like, is the picture in the dictionary for board game, it's this one. We've got brrr, Monopoly. Monopoly. How, How did it How get, did up it to get here? <laughs> I see you always, who you always want to be. If you're in Monopoly, you always want to be the hat. I was always the thimble, which you said earlier, the actually. Thimble, I loved being yes. the thimble. Someone in my family was always the little dog, and the I would dog, have liked to be the little dog. I was going to say the dog, but I knew that you weren't getting there in I time was for the, the dog. thimble. I, we played thimble. Monopoly like once. We had it, and we never really played right. it. There, there's such a better version that I played just a couple years ago. It's like a card game, like Monopoly Express or Monopoly Go okay. or something like that. Because this it's game, so if you play much it through, shorter. It's takes so much shorter. 12 hours. Yeah. So if you're in for the night, if you're snowed in, if there's no power, like these are times that you play Monopoly. Other than that, I can't imagine a time where I have played it. Um, I would I remember that there's like pretty blue boardwalk things that I would want to collect. Oh, you've got to get boardwalk and park you've place. You've got to get on. those. I don't want a railroad. That's what I don't want. The reason I love Monopoly, I, I don't love the board game, but I love that it is streets in Ocean City, New Jersey. Oh, that's, that's what all the places are based around. Oh, and you so love it. streets and things like that. And maybe it goes in Atlantic City a little bit. I'm not positive, but it's that area. So it's cool. Like my family goes there, went there growing up and goes there still sometimes. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, it's Monopoly Street. It's very oh, fun. We love it. This was came out. This was came this out. Was, it's, it was I-S. <laughs> it's a, it was it's I, a it's, 1933. This was came out in 1933. In 1933, our second oldest board game in the top 10 and also our lowest. Lowest. Has rated. to be the lowest. It's a real estate game. No 4.3. I'm not sure how Monopoly. There. This is probably the most um, translated game into other genres. Like you got Game yeah. of Thrones Monopoly and Harry Potter Monopoly. Yeah. And oh yeah. And it still doesn't make it any more fun guys. People buy it. It's like oh I had Bibleopoly. <gasps> I forgot. I had Bibleopoly. I bought things? it. What were the a... things? <laughs> I have to look this up. Keep talking. I you got it, it from a thrift store right before I went to college. It was the only uh, game I brought to Messiah because I thought it was so funny. Like I was playing it ironically and I can't tell you any of the like places you could buy or the no. little movers, but Bibleopoly was definitely something. Bibleopoly. Okay. What does Brendan say? If you like this miserable experience of a game, you like pretending that you actually know business and taking joy in your friend's suffering over the course of five hours. Fret not, I will give you a much better, quicker version of the game, which is called Machi Koro. It's basically like Monopoly without the board. You're rolling dice to buy structures that have numbers on them, 
And when your enemies roll those numbers, you get rewards. So it's kind of like they're landing on your space. But like I said, the game is quicker, easier, and a much more satisfying experience in my opinion. It's called Machi Koro. Let's get like Game of Thrones Machi Koro, Harry Potter yeah. Machi Koro. Like, yeah, if it's let's quicker, just move um, away from I'm Monopoly in general. In case you were wondering, I just looked up on Bibleopoly. I couldn't find the pieces, but it's like you could be in charge of Jerusalem or Nazareth or something <laughs> like that. So I do think we have to dig that out and give that a look. Definitely. I still have it. All right. This is where our intermission game. Ugh, I can't speak today. It's <sighs> scary. It's just, and I, it's not good. I need to leave these in. I don't want to edit these because I want people to know, like, guys, we're humans, too. Like, Kaylin and I <laughs> oh my are <gosh>. just people. <laughs> my Lord. So we're not going to do an intermission game. Instead, we are waiting for our number we're one. Our... And we're going to play <laughs> Yeah. game instead. <laughs> okay, All right. Okay. Coming in at number five, a classic game of mystery and deduction. Brrr, clue. You know how there are some things, <laughs> there are some things where it's like you think that you like, I think I want to watch the movie Legally Blonde. I really just want to listen to the musical soundtrack. I think I want to mm. play Clue. No, I just want to watch the movie Clue. Like that's <gasps> what I want to do. The I love the movie so Clue. Good. But I do like the game Clue too. Like this is one that like, if I had to pick one, I don't mind this one so, so much. This was probably my favorite growing up and the one that I yeah. would ask people to play all the time. I love the deduction stuff. I love, love trying it. to figure I that never, stuff out. If Mystery. somebody thought they were Scarlet, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry because you did. I am. I picked Scarlet every You're single of, We would have gotten into one of those fights said over that. I would have definitely made you Peacock or something like no, that. No, no. Mm-hmm. Peacock and White. Uh-huh. I, I could not play with anyone oh my else gosh. i couldn't i was i was miss scarlet i no had what. to be miss scarlet it which, tracks, which, it tracks. For both yeah, of that's us. right that's right for both of us yes i love clue i do like that one that one seems like about as far as i'll go with those kinds of games it came out in 1949 so it's been Ooh. around for a really long time i got i got oh guys help now that you've decided to show everyone our real selves i guess you're really going for it it has maybe if i speak in a british accent no thank you it has a no 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 5.6 on board game geek and i played clue jr a lot growing up that game is really good and someone wrote in that there was another version of clue that was like faster paced and even more fun but this is a classic that should definitely be on our top 10 i wasn't sure if people like I know. Really I didn't know if people were going to remember it, it or whatever. You should be watching the movie. If you haven't watched the movie yet, that is a plug. Please do. Tim Curry, go find that one. Stat. Give us some more games like this one, Brendan. If you like Clue, you probably like the deduction aspect and beating others to a discovery, which I'd highly recommend for you the game Search for Planet X. It's an app-assisted game in which you'll use your phone and the board in front of you to try to be the first player to discover the hidden location of Planet X. The app will help reveal information through conferences and research until you finally hone in on that last space where Planet X is located. It's fun to try an app-assisted game because it's a different way of board gaming, and it also lets you adjust the difficulty level for all types of gamers in your group. So I'd highly recommend Search for Planet X. How clearly and perfectly Brendan can speak, and I'm like, Yours is not good. Wow. Yours is not good. He is concise. He's getting right to it. He's telling us the words properly. He's thinking on his (laughs) I mean, it's very good. It's not what's happening with my co-host tonight. Coming in at number four, it is the newest game on our top 10 from 2015. Codenames. I like codenames. Here we go, guys. She likes it. I don't remember. 
remember, I think what happened is I was in like a very, very good mood the first time. There are, we had gone out to dinner with two other couples. They, the, there are people in both of those couples that I think are like the funniest people in the world. Mm. And so they were trying to teach me this game. Brian, Brian and I, no, we did girls against guys at first. It was very, very funny. We have since played with the Zappas where like we played couples and then flipped it up and tried to see who was better at it too. I do like this one. Um, even though I do need a refresher on how it's played every time and then I start to get in a bad mood, I'm like, no, 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 just come on. You'll, you'll be fine. You like this when you It's get such it. a fun game. You're trying to get in the same wavelength as the people around you. Yes. And I remember one time I played with Chloe against Clinton Haley before they were even dating, I think. Wow. And, uh, I said, so, I said floop. And she got both of the words that I needed her to get. I don't even remember what the words were, but it was spy like, flu- you know, Spy Kids. Floop is a madman. Say, like, help us yes. save us. And she, I knew she knew Spy Kids. And I knew, obviously, Haley and Clint do not know Spy Kids. <laughs> so I said floop, which to them is yes. like a random word. And she was like, oh, um, telescope and yes. uh, Carla Gugino. And so... She got it. We won the game, and we just like we're celebrating. And they were like, "We literally don't even know how." Darn you it! Did that. I'm trying to think. Oh, Alan Cumming. That's his name, right? The one that plays Floop, isn't it him? Yeah, I think that's so. It. Yeah. Uh huh. Codenames also happens to be the highest rated of all of these on Board Game Geek, which yeah, I found surprising. Good. It is really high rated. People love it. It's a great like party game if you yeah. have maybe six to eight people i like it in a smaller i don't like when there's like a ton of people because then it gets oh he kind of crazy like no. they also have new ones they've got picture code names they've got disney code names which i Ooh. wanted to try and then i was like oh that seems not as fun so anyway here's our correspondent on the street telling us about other games like code names if you like code names you probably like some sort of word or image association as well as some deduction and maybe some teamwork in which i'd highly recommend mysterium It's a cooperative image association game where one person is a ghost who has been killed and is trying to get all the other players to guess who killed them, where they were killed, and what they were killed with, kind of like in Clue. But these clues are given in the form of fanciful and abstract art cards in which you you and your friends are meant to interpret and finally hone in on that final conclusion of who did it, where it was done, and what it was done with. So if you like codenames, I would highly recommend Mysterium. That just reminded me of the worst thing that a person could have ever, ever said to me at Messiah College, which was, we are going to go play Sardines or one of those (laughs) games where you like someone kills somebody or it falls or whatever. What's that one called? Like uh, body, 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 body. That's what I was thinking of. That sort of thing. Oh, because he's saying it's a ghost and you have to tell people. I would always be like, I'm busy. I'm so busy. Other people love that. But those are literally my favorite. Your favorite things ever. Uh Yes. Yes. And I can definitely co-sign on Mysterium. I have played it. It's a super good game. But being colorblind makes it very hard. Like, I'm no, seriously. I know I harp on it sometimes. But like, this is the textbook example of like, I cannot play this game because it and I still love to try, (laughs) but I suck. (laughs) Okay, coming in at number three, my number two, and a very favorite of our household, Ticket to Ride. Have you ever played this one? Never seen it. Never played it. No, uh uh-uh. So Ticket to Ride is super fun. It's colorful. It is a similar game, like, kind of on the way to Settlers of Catan where you are trying to to accomplish something through, you know, getting resources and stuff. But yeah. it is the perfect blend for me of a game where you have to strategize, you have to like 
really put in a lot of effort. But even if you lose Ticket to Ride, you can still feel accomplished, which I really like. You haven't lost in life. Like there's some other some games, other games, yeah, where like if you lose, you're just mad the whole time. You've this is like time. okay, at least I connected New York to Los Angeles. Okay. That was my goal, at and the I did very it. And that's what I did. And I think I first played this game on a retreat. It looked overwhelming to me because there's all these train pieces. It's a whole map of the world. People really love Ticket to Ride Europe, too. They like that even more. That's higher rated than the U.S. version. Um, But it looked overwhelming to me, and then I played it, and I fell in love. I learned from my sister-in-law, Heather, who, like, literally makes us go so fast. She's like, your turn, your turn, your turn, your turn. So anytime I've played with other people who like take their time deciding what to do, I'm like, like, no, keep going. How long does a normal game of this take? It's not super long. It's probably like 30 to 45 minutes. Oh, okay. So it's not the worst thing in the world, especially if you're playing with Heather. I mean, that's how long it takes us. Yeah, that's 15 minutes. Right. No, that's even halftime of that. Absolutely adore this game. I think you should give it a go. If you like board games and have not yet played, you totally should. Here is Brendan with some suggestions. Ticket to Ride is similar to Catan in that you're scratching the surface of those more complex games. However, you probably enjoy the route building aspect of it. Now this next game I'm going to suggest is a lot of steps up from it, but it's one of my top games of all time, and that's Brass Birmingham. This game takes place over two eras in which you're building canals and railways, connecting certain points and locations to collect resources in order to build structures and sell them for points to win. Again, this is a big step up in gaming and a brain burner, but it is definitely one of my top five games of all time. You should check out Brass Birmingham. The words that he's saying and then ending it with game. Like he's like, okay, so it's over two eras and you're connecting canals and it's fun. What are we talking about? Like, what are we talking about? It's that so is funny. hilarious. Guys, we always say different strokes, different folks. Kaylin's eyes are like, like exploding <laughs> in her head because she can't. She's like, I would never. This would be her personal form of torture. I could to not believe play a game it. Like that. Build and a canal. For some of you, you're hearing that like, I'm so excited. I'm going to look up that I game. I can't wait. I can't wait. And good for you guys if that's what you want to do. I love that for you. Coming in at number two, we have mentioned this one just recently. Brrr. Settlers of Catan. I say Catan. I know you some do. people Don't say people Catan. 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 I've heard both. Brendan and said so Catan, and I trust he Brendan. He said Catan, right. It's like Ryan Felipe or Ryan Philippi. No, we it's may not, never that, know. No, no. We know that, that one is just <laughs> that. That one is just... You said it wrong, but anyways, yep. Cat- I don't remember. I've never, sp- I mean, who cares? What do I think about? So I think it's Catan in my head, but <laughs> what I think about Settlers, when I first think about this is like, this is the first, this is truly the first thing that I think as adults, this took the place of like another event you could do at somebody's house. Like instead yes. of watching a movie, instead of going to do something I would like to do, people started <laughs> inviting like me and my husband to play this. I yep. will never. Brian has, and Brian will. Brian will do any of this stuff like for sure. And so a lot of his friends from high school would have like nights like this where they would play this game. Four hours, right? Like you could play this one for a long time. It can go for a long time. It's not the longest thing out there, but yeah. people play multiple rounds sometimes. Yeah. Okay, so you do that. Here's what I know. You sell you switch like like wheat 
for oh, like yeah, wheat or sheep or a lot of or yeah uh-huh so you're just that's a fun game where you're switching up natural if you don't resources. have or at the end of the game when you're trying to get those last three victory points whoo you might so as this- well just call it in because you'll never get it and i always go who out here is like me i always go for longest road that is like my favorite thing to go for Gosh. i don't care if i get any other points but i always go for longest road and wouldn't you know the last oh. four times i've played this game begrudgingly because i don't really like this i was game gonna say either. this is not one of your favorites right this is where you are a ticket to ride person instead of yes this. And because it just, it's people get mad. You can you can borrow from each other, so you can say like, "Oh, does anyone want?" And people can be like, "No." Does anyone want or oh, or trade? No, I yeah, don't. I can be like, "No, I don't want it." And that's where it starts feeling like sorry, like, "Oh, this is a personal attack." But when you know the past four times I've played, even though I didn't want to, I beat everyone there. So guys, I'm sorry. Like, if you don't want to <laughs> like lose this category or um to Scrabble, and if you don't want to lose to this, then don't play against him. I remember sorry. one time a friend. Um, Olivia Scott, she listens to, told me, like, tried to make a joke about, like, haha, my mom played Settlers so bad one time because she just traded ore for more ore. And she was, like, <laughs> laughing so hard. And I was like, yeah, fun game when you're dealing with ore. Like, what a silly girl. I don't get it, but. What did it get on the website? Do people like this one? I feel like this people talk a about this one 6.9. It's the third highest on the on our top 10, at least. Ticket to Ride and Code Names are above it. And uh, it came out in 1995. Mm, that's right. Oregon Trail. That's what it reminds me of. Like, it's right <laughs> yeah. there in that situation. What should you play if you can't get enough ore and hay and grass and long roads? Good old Catan. If you like Catan, you're probably starting to get into what we call Euro games, which are getting into some more complex games with resource management, area control, and some other aspects. If you like the trading aspect of Catan, I would recommend Bonanza, which is a silly card game about trading beans. Uh, A lot of fun, a lot of laughs. If you like the resource management and area control or expansion aspect, I'd recommend Concordia, which is an economic and development game during the Roman times. So, if you like the trading, go for Bonanza. If you like resource management, go for Concordia. I wish this was a YouTube channel, not a podcast, because Kaylin is barfing on Guys, the other edge. And Brendan, what are you doing not on because Friday? of you. You're no, doing no, no. the best Brendan, job. You're doing the best thing. But on Friday, if you're free, do you want to just hang out and do some resource management? For some- Did you major in resource management at Penn State? Because if so, you could come play resource management with me and trade beans if you guys don't have anything else to Bonanza do. is a fun bean trading game. That is like an As opposed old to those unfun one. bean trading games. Like as, as opposed to those ones that just didn't quite cut it all right we have our number one honestly kaylin i was surprised <laughs> that this was number one i did you a spell. are happy I did ha- a spell. you did a spell because how did, did the spell. listeners pick the game that is the it's only the thing mentioned. you wrote in it's the most mentioned. you did the what- thing this week that we're always like i hate when people only i didn't write even one mean game. for that to be my list like honestly i was just saying like this is the only word i can say in this thing it was more about like trying to get some answers from the people i tagged so i didn't even care if you counted it it would have still been number one without it guys at number one we have Scattergories. I love Scattergories. Tell this them about it. This is the only it. game I like because I am the best at it in my family. In my family. <laughs> and my sister will argue me. And guess what? The vacation d- games do not lie. My dad is the absolute worst at Scattergories. 
He will constantly say it's because he's translating from Spanish to English in his head. He is not. <laughs> he is not doing that. He has not been a predominant Spanish speaker since he was in grade school. So that's not the excuse anymore. My dad just doesn't know how to talk or like narrate anything. And so when you have a minute to get some thoughts down, no, he's not going to do that very well. The only person that might be worse than him is Brian, who just doesn't know enough things to write down that thing on the list. So we have a really good time playing this as a family. I have great memories. We always take it on every vacation because we always want to do this game. It's such a fun group game. You can play it with so many people. You can play it in teams if you want to play in teams. It really stretches your thinking. You're trying to be as creative as possible. And then, like Brian in your example that you put on Facebook, you get to try to be creative with your response. And then campaign. So when it was celebrities and he wrote down your sister's name, Lauren, Lauren Labra, Labra, for, for double, double L. And I did think he I get gave it? him one. And I think I was like, it? don't be crazy. But that's the thing. You could write down something insane. That is exactly right. But if you're going to fight it, this is like that other thing. What's that game everyone was obsessed with for a while with the cards? Apples to apples. Right. When everybody's like trying to do that and being it. What I like about categories is you can completely campaign for your answer. And yep. if you are good at persuading, like us Slytherins, you can get people on your side. And categories stayed the test of time clearly because yes. it's not a new game. It came out in 1988 and it's yes. here at number one. Apples to apples. Let me tell you, Kaylin, flash in the pan. It's one over. Person one that's voted it for apples. To Nobody apples cares about that anywhere on their exploding list. Exploding kittens. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> what? Who cares? What we do care about is categories. And in fact, Kaylin and I care about it so much that we are going to play a round of categories yes. against each other here to close out the episode. I am so excited for this. We came up with ten categories that Kaylin and I should be able to specialize in. Yep. We're going to pick a random letter generator, and then while Brendan gives you his uh take on categories and closes out kind of his part of the episode we are going to be filling out these and see how many we come up with should we tell them let's tell them the list before so that they know what we're going to be oh, working absolutely. on while brendan is talking yes. so here are our categories that we need to come up with yes one annoying tv character yes two broadway terminology mm-hmm. three pretentious baby names great four quarantine pastimes Five D-list celebrities. Yes. Six Rankenstein Hall of Fame. So this will be anyone that, you know, is a true Rankenstein we might come up with. Seven books we've never read. Eight (laughs) lies Kitty has told. (laughs) You guys know Kitty from our last episode. Fictional dog. Yes. Number nine, Spanglish words from Tone. And then number 10, a Lucy Mary fact that starts with the letter that we got. So I've got a random letter generator pulled up. I am going to click it. Oh, no Q's. we'll redo it. If it's, we're, no, we're, no, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> no. It said no. a lowercase Q. No, Ew, not doing that. no. Okay, the letter is M. M. All right, while Brendan talks, let's go for it. Scategories is a tough one because I feel like it's already a pretty good, pretty unique game in its own right. But if you like it, you probably have, or at least think you have, a pretty robust vocabulary. So I'll point you to another one that that's helpful for, and that's called Decrypto. In this game, there are two teams and each team is trying to get their respective team members to guess words by giving clues out loud without revealing too much to the opposite team, which is where these kind of fancy words that vaguely apply to what you're talking about are good to know. You kind of got to play to understand, but it's one of my favorite word and party games. That's Decrypto. Thank you again, Cody and Kaylin, for having me on. I am honored and humbled to be helping out Yodet's rank in this way. 
Everyone who's listening, I want you to know that it is one of my favorite things ever to help out with suggesting board games and giving input on them. My collection is about 125 games and I know and have researched tons more. So please feel free to reach out to me on social media or text or whatever way you can get into contact me if you have questions about any of the games I talked about or other ones that you've even been thinking about buying. I'd love to help you guys out. Thanks again, everybody. Hope you have a fantastic week. Thanks so much, Brendan, for lending your expertise to this episode. It really made us seem a lot more legitimate. We have finished our 10 category categories. Oh, category categories. Or our 10 categories, if Uh, you you will. will. We are super fast and super smart. So our letter was M. Yes. For number one, annoying TV character. What do you have? It's a double. And you know why? It's because it's Mike and Molly on CBS. <laughs> and I don't like to say that our sweet, sweet Melissa is annoying, but she is in this. And so Mike and Molly, I get two points, both annoying. Amazing. Mine is Manny from Modern Family. I'll great. only take one. Great. But great. he is maybe the worst character after Lily. Yeah, yeah. Grown up Lily. Uh-huh. All right. Number two, Broadway terminology. Okay. My answer is easy. It's a word. It's a name. It is a name and it just de- it depicts the worst character you could be in a Broadway show. And that's Meg from Phantom I of the Opera. I almost put Meg, but instead I put Masquerade from Phantom Woo! of the Opera. I almost had Mezzo-Soprano, which is the worst part you can be, but oh. <laughs> Meg takes the cake there. Number three, p- pretentious baby names. It just seems like you're saying a lot if you name your baby Maleficent, but I did. (laughs) No one's doing that. Some people probably are doing that. And so I'm going to give myself a point. What was yours? (gasps) You are not going to give yourself a point for Maleficent. Look it up on a baby list. An Angelina Jolie stan would probably be Uh, Mine is Maverick. That's actually kind of like a popular boy's name That is pretentious. Mav. Quarantine pastime. I took the easy one. Making bread. I did making sourdough. We both get a point. (laughs) (laughs) No, we cross out. We cross out. We're the only people playing so much. (laughs) I know. We don't have to campaign against each other. All right. D-list celebrity. Melissa Rivers, Joan Rivers' daughter. Who Great is yours? Great job. I get two for this one. It is Darn Maria Manunos. Darn oh. it. Such a good one. I wanted to be ahead of you. Okay. <laughs> I know. If you, if I can't win this because you will burn this podcast to the ground. So don't worry. <laughs> this is our um, last episode. All right. Number six, Rankenstein Hall of Fame. Yeah. Who'd you put? I put Mr. Peffer's third grade class. Excellent. I put Mei Ling because of Waterbug Bear. <gasps> so Mei Ling Wu and her husband, Waterbug Water Bear. Waterbug Bear, one of our first Instagram follows. Don't know his real name, but love the Waterbug Bear. And Mei Ling brought that to us. Number seven, books we've never read. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is Mice and Men, comma, of. of oh, okay, Brian. <laughs> of Mice and Men. Um, really? You have read that. No. You've never read that. Oh, Kaylin, if oh, we were supposed to read okay. any book in high school, I did not read it. I didn't read a single book you in high school. You just didn't read it. You didn't read it. Mine nope. is... Pfft, mine is... Um, is <laughs> Malachi. Is that a book of the Bible? <laughs> yes. I've never... Um, I've never probably read that one because I know, wasn't sure if it was a book. Very minor prophet, so it's so fine. minor. Don't Malachi, worry about the minor it. prophet. Okay, got All it. All right, number eight, Lies Kitty Has Told. Love it. What's you go yours? First. Oh, my yeah. my lie is that she made President George W. Bush look at her in the eyes in the cherry blossom parade when she <laughs> was there. That is my lie from Kitty Robinson. What is yours? My lie is the Miss Thailand pageant that she says she was in and won. I don't know how that works when she is not Thai. So that yay, is yay. a lie. We both get 
All right, number nine, Spanglish words from Tone. So my dad has no word translate. There are real words. My dad, by the way, is Cuban and Puerto Rican. We're not just making fun of how he talks. He is constantly saying that certain words that we learned in proper Spanish, he had no translation for, even though he is a Spanish speaker. His most famous ones are peanut butter, but also all of the variations of schools. So high school is high school. Middle school is middle school with like a little thing (laughs) over that. And so I will give that for that answer. That's good. I just wrote mama because he always calls your mom mama. uh and like Absolutely. Would say it was Spanish. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And then number 10, lastly, a Lucy Mary fact. What is your answer for this one? I wrote down Mickey Mouse Club members because because number one, that'd be three points. Number two, it is such a Lucy Mary fact to be like, did you know that Ryan Gosling was with Christina and Brittany and so. Carrie Russell. Um, okay, so we could have gone easy and said, like, Mary is the younger of the two, <laughs> right. but I didn't. Instead, I said that Mary Roberts, the sister Mary Roberts in Sister Act 2, didn't actually sing any of those parts in yes. the movie. Lucy, is- Mary, she's a fraud. That's so good. Okay, we're both winners, we like, because it. we just crushed that, and that was really crushed entertaining. It. Real quick, just to round out this episode, Kaylin, why don't you give me your robbed goddess for this week? Do you My even robbed have goddess one? Is um, <laughs> you should go to pick a random. <laughs> it would have to be if I had How to about say it. Captain it would Sonar. Go- no, what's the one that Ellen made where you put your phone on your head? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, what's that one? Heads up. Heads up. Heads up. I like that one. That's fun. You always have your phone around. People like to do it. Uh huh. Okay, My Robbed Goddess is Cribbage. It's a card and board game. It is super fun. It's like mathematical. I I learned it with Aunt Les, and I only found one other person in the history of me who would play it with me, and so we bonded over that. But my my real Robbed Goddess has to be the game Enchanted Forest. This is a game that only the Sherry family has ever played until... Kelly Hoffman came on the Facebook and said, I played this game too. <gasps> I literally have never met another soul. And so that was a crazy moment. But the funny story is I would always bring it to Aunt Les's house because I thought she loved playing this game with me. Turns out I found out like four years ago as a 26-year-old that Aunt Les hated this game forever <laughs> and would only play with it because I begged her. And I... We all just assumed she loved she the loved game. She loved it. It's her favorite game. I was shouting like, you're lying to me. You're lying. She's like, Cody, I just play because nobody would play with you. I hate Enchanted Forest. Oh, my god! So that's my that real rock really goddess. really funny. I also looked. I really love Mexican Train, too. I do <gasps> love that game, too. Love that game. Love that was that on my list. What's your well. You Can't Sit With Us? It's what do you hate most of all? It's exploding kittens because I don't <laughs> like you saying that around me, everybody. Like, I don't like that. I don't think that's a real game. It seems like something that people are trying to be real, like, edgy with like on the edge with something like that i'm not into that what's yours mine is gonna be star wars imperial assault and Mm. this is why i have a very wide uh dining room table like long 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 table it takes the entire table when ta used to live with us and his friend jake would come over and clint would play and they would start playing star wars imperial Assault. it took about six hours and the entire table and i was like hmm this isn't something i ever want to be a part of Uh -uh, uh -uh. no thank you guys not for for you not for not for you Awesome. Thank you guys for joining us. This was such a fun episode. Thank you, Brendan, for lending your expertise to us. Kaylin, for being and speaking your truth about board games. If you guys uh, want to play board games with us, maybe we'll add that as a Patreon tier. You can go to our Patreon and follow us at patreon.com slash rank and get access to all of our episodes that are over there that are very fun. We will see you next time. Bye.